0: Hey guys, so right before the episode starts, I'm so excited to announce that Eugen Volume 2, which is our magazine, our very own wonderful publication that we love to make for you guys, um, you know, as a visual component to the podcast, it is coming out um, exclusively on Google Play and Apple Books on August 4th. So don't miss out on it. Make sure you guys go and grab it on August 4th. It will be available worldwide on Google Play and Apple Books. And it is so stunning. It's even more beautiful than the last one. If you guys have a chance to check out the last one um, that was released in October of 2022. um, That one is still available on Apple Books worldwide. So make sure you check that out as well. But I promise you are going to fall in love with this as soon as you see it it is your ultimate summer guide to the best products the best guides the best articles the best information overall that you could ever get from editorial from just you know in terms of beauty skin health skincare, everything that has to do with having the best time in terms of the summer and the months and even actually into the fall you know it's a really really great guide um for all of you out there whether you're a gen z person whether you're a millennial person whatever you feel like you know your niche is when it comes to you know where you get your information um it's so universal in that sense and I'm just so proud of it so I really urge you guys I really request you guys please check out and show up for the launch on August 4th again we're going to be putting it everywhere on our threads if you're following us on threads um, if not I hope you do but well, it'll be everywhere and so we're going to be publicizing it again but it was featured in Forbes it was featured in Yahoo Finance Business Insider I mean this launch has been so highly anticipated in terms of just the media coverage it's gotten so I'm Just so excited for you to experience it. So again, August 4th, mark your calendars. Definitely check out Google Play. We will be linking everything on the date of release, but I just can't wait for you to get your hands on it. Thanks guys and enjoy the episode coming up. Hi guys, welcome back to your anarchy. This is your host Ekta and I have such a wonderful brand with me today. I know you guys have seen them all over our top picks. I love this brand. And I really think that we can never have enough SPF in the world, um, to really cover the needs of everybody. And I think this is such a like winner when it comes to specifically SPF products and really finding what you need for whatever occasion it might be for you. And I know for myself as a consumer, that's very important, you know, cause I don't use the same sunscreen, you know, whether it's, you know, if I'm doing my makeup or if I'm going out for like, you know, like summer activities so without me ranting too much i would love to introduce you guys to the managing director and founder of hello sundays amy ford welcome to the show amy i'm so excited to be hosting you
1: well thank you so much for having me really appreciate it
0: no i'm really excited to host you like i said because I think SPF and sunscreen and this area of skincare in general is so, you know, it's so important to talk about and so important to see brands such as yours because we don't have enough options, in my opinion. And I, I just really love it. I love the brand. And I love all of the way, the way the products are, you know, for all different skin types, all different skin shades. And I can't wait to dive into that. But I really want to get started with um, you telling us about how Hello Sunday started, you know, and where everything began.
1: Yeah, so I've worked in in beauty all of my life, very passionate about skincare and makeup. And I worked for most of my career in Australia, and it was really there where I obviously became so aware of the damage that the sun did to your to your skin. And I returned back to to England and I was amazed at how many people weren't using SPF. And I know that, you know, England or other places aren't as warm as Australia, but the damage that, you know, it's 90 percent of damage to your skin happens in everyday life. It's not the, the beach summer holiday. And that's the kind of perception that there is out there. And when I looked, you know, not just in the UK but globally across, you know, the US as well and the rest of the the markets, I was really surprised about how many brands are only talking to sun care as a as a beach or a holiday product, and they all kind of look, you know, very similar with the kind of yellow and blue and the you know the the beach kind of colours. And so I saw a real you know opportunity to create a brand. That was designed to, at the forefront, it's prote- it's SPF protection, but to for products that you could use all year round and combine your sun care and your skin care uh, with very easy-to-use formulas and formats that would work with you in everyday life and work with your makeup and be suitable for all skin types and tones. And that was just over two years ago now. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. No, no, that makes sense. And, you know, you made such an interesting point there because... I think people, not only with the, you know, summer vacation where you're on the beach outside, but also people, you know, somehow seem to have this correlation between the hotter it is, the more, you know, I need to use SPF rather than thinking that, you know, the sun doesn't care as the temperature reflects, if it's out or not, you know, I mean, the sun is always out and even in like winter, even in, you know, all the seasons, we need to be equally aware of what we're you know, doing to protect ourselves. And I think you brought such a, you know, great point up there where we do have this mindset, you know, as consumers, even now, you know, I mean, I think there's more awareness now um, in the industry and in the consumer base, but I still think, you know, when I, whenever I see somebody who does not utilize SPF, I'm like, gosh, if there's one skincare product, just
1: do this, you know, And I'm, just, I'm really seeing the men out there, you know? So, and it's yeah. interesting from like other brands I've worked on in the past and everyone looks for products that are anti-aging and it's, yeah. Like what can I do for anti-aging? It's like literally the number one product that you need to buy is, is SPF and you know, we're all going to age. There's no, that's not a bad thing, but it's like, how can you age uh well and not, you know, prematurely. So really, yeah. Use your SPF every day and you don't need a lot else.
0: Exactly. No, you're so right. And you know, I think that's very valid because People love to talk about quick fixes, you know, but no one wants to talk about this like preventative side of skin health. And that's where, you know, you do have to talk about that's SPF right there, you know, preventative skincare and preventative medicine dictates that you have to take measures very early on in your life. And it's not just with skin, but, you know, as the whole body ages, like we all have to start thinking about, well, where am I going to be 20 years from now? you know, where is my health going to be overall? And I think it becomes this like health concern at one point, you know, because you have to really start thinking like the sun is damaging me. I'm getting micro traumas every day, you know, regardless of where I am in the world, regardless of what season it is. I mean, even if you're driving your car, I'm sure a lot of you out there have heard, you know, very famous dermatologists already address this issue where they explain that, you know, if you're in a car, if you're anywhere, you're still getting exposure. So you have yep. to stay protected, you know? So yeah, I think it's, it's really a fascinating topic in, the, in terms of the psychology of the consumer, you know, and, um, how we get to the, get them to the point of just making it a daily part of their routine. Like, you know, like a multivitamin almost. <laughs> it's,
1: like, it's like brushing yeah. your teeth, right? You get one set yeah. of teeth. So you look after it from an early age. Why would you not look after the skin on your face? You have, <laughs> you have one face so for the rest of your life. But, so take care of it. Uh, and yep. it's very easy, very easy to do. So that, you know, that's the premise of Hello Sunday. We, we want to make it as easy as possible, which is why we combine all of our the, you know, these filters and the broad spectrum protection with your skincare products so all of our products still have all those ingredients you look for like hyaluronic acid and and vitamin c so it makes it so much easier to incorporate protection into your daily routine
0: I love that. And you know, I actually was going to, that was my first question for you. Like big question was like, how did you manage to make such a cool brand? Because I mean, I look at the products. I'm really, I, I kind of overlooked the SPF because in the way I already know that it's there, you know? So like, I'm really looking at, oh, this is a, this is a nice product for just daily incorporation. You know what I mean? Like whether it's my night mask, whether it's my serum, I'm able to look at the products now without. Even thinking on that level of, well, I still need an SPF. And how are you able to do that? Because I mean, the journey of that, because I think, you know, brands out there, they make such an ordeal, right? About their SPF product. They're like, okay, well, now we have come out with an SPF. And it's like, yeah. well, you should have done that. The first product you did, you know,
1: like <laughs> I've noticed that a lot this year. Yeah, skincare yeah. brands are now bringing out. Oh, okay, and now we have a an SPF because I think you know as as much as there's still not the awareness there, it's growing and people are becoming more aware that they should be using these products all year round. But for us, it's like you come to us because protection is at the core of everything it's the most important thing and that's protection from uva uvb uh, high en- energy visible light and infrared plus then you also have all those ingredients that that you want in a in a daily pro- a product and you know um, uh, effects like obviously like hydration moisturization so you get that all in in one
0: I love that. No, I mean, I think like it's so unique how you guys have done this, and I really want to just hone in and and address that and really talk about it, you know, as much as I can because there are so many consumers out here that really believe that, you know, to have a good SPF or to have something that's going to work for all skin types, you need to splurge and spend a hundred dollars, you know, on an SPF, and you don't. You know, your prices are so remarkable in the sense that you know the. The main serum, the best-selling serum on in your line, um, you know, it's only eight pounds, you guys, and it's—I mean, it's SPF fifty, I, I believe, right? And it's a wonderful. I mean, I yeah. use it under makeup. I can use it as is, you know, in my morning routine. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's just—it's a, a serum. You know, you don't even think about the fact that, oh, gosh, okay, now I have to apply my SPF. It's like you've taken that step out, which I can't tell you how groundbreaking that is for me It's uh, as an individual, as a, you know, even looking at it from a medical perspective, because I think a lot of times consumers might shy away, right? Because they think, okay, well, I've got all this skincare on now. Mm-hmm. I've got all this makeup on and now I need to do, deal with my SPF. And that shouldn't be the case. It should never no, be I'm, like that. You know, just- it should be from the first step.
1: Yeah, and just to address what you said about the price as well, because when I, you know, was initially looking at the idea for Hello Sunday, that was one of the key things for me was the affordability because I saw some other products in the market that were, you know, ad- addressing some of these demands that consumer what consumers wanted, multifunctional, lightweight products that combine skincare and SPF. But they were very expensive and protection should be accessible and available to everybody. And when you often buy like a luxury product, you use it really sparingly because you want it to last for as long as possible, which is the opposite really of what you should be doing with SPF so for us it's really important that we maintain those uh, those price points so for the in the uk everything's between 7 to seven pounds to 22 pounds so that's we really pride ourselves on having that quality formula but at those more accessible prices versus a lot of other brands in the market
0: yeah no i love your price points for every single product i think uk us australia anywhere i mean it's affordable you know what I mean? It's a very affordable brand, but it's top-notch quality. And I think that's, you know, to me, it's remarkable that you were able to do that. And really my next question is about how you incorporated SPF into all of these different types of products, because you do have even like a lip product, you know what I mean? Like you have a lip product, you have, you, you know, the moisturizers, you have the serums, you have the body products. So was there a difference, you know, when you were going to the formulation bench and thinking, you know, how are we going to bring this into this product? Was there ever a time where it was like, I don't know if we can do that, you know, or I don't know how that's going to work or was it pretty seamless?
1: I think in two things, and one of the things you mentioned was we have a lot of different formats. And one of the key things that we wanted to do is encourage people to use SPF when they're on the go. So making it easy to top up, but also those parts of the body that you forget, like your lips and like your hands. And you mentioned earlier about driving in the car, you know, hands yeah. up uh, when you look and you can really see your age because you have a lot more dark spots because you forget to use protection there and we've had great feedback on those products where people say oh my god why have I never thought of using you know SPF on my on my hands?" so that's what we want to try and achieve is something that's it's so simple it's kind of very simple and it's like oh why why have we not been you know do, using these kind of things the whole the whole time so um but yeah, the, you know, in terms of formulations as well, we had a lot of other kind of different formats that were trickier because they were new and there weren't, you know, many available. Like the serum that you mentioned, we were one of the first brands to launch a Suncare serum. And we were actually doing all of this during COVID lockdown. So it made it even more difficult, the whole process.
0: Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, COVID is definitely one of those hurdles that I always, you know, I look at brands I'm oh like, I can't imagine the amount of you know what I mean the the annoyance as an entrepreneur going through that period because it was such a up and down period. So you know, hats off to you for surviving that and for (laughs) remaining very strong as a brand. I know that was that was a hard period for a lot of entrepreneurs. Yeah, no, I I, you know I love that though what you said about that like incorporating it into um, you know products that we don't think about. I mean, hand cream is a serious, like, I mean, I I think every single person I know uses a hand cream. I don't know a single person that doesn't. So at one point, you know, someone has to evaluate these products and think, well, why isn't SPF in all of this? I mean, anywhere on your skin, right? I mean, just the other day I was having a conversation with a hair care brand and we were talking about how, no, people are just now starting to think about the scalp as skin. You know, it's like, we don't even, we miss these big areas. Like we miss the ideas that, you know, skin is everywhere. It's literally your largest organ because it covers every single inch of your body. And, you know, for you to just ignore certain areas and not others, I mean, that doesn't do justice at the end of the day because, you know, skin cancer is real. Let's be honest. You know, Mm -hmm. it can happen anywhere on your body. And I think, you know, with, when I look at cosmetic products, Oftentimes people talk about this anti-aging benefit, right? Which is obvious it's there. But then my mind is always on the more, I guess, adverse side of things where it's like, I would never want to see somebody go through something as terrible as, you know, finding out they have some sort of skin cancer because they just didn't utilize products that are already available to them and so you know I I would just love your opinion about that you know in terms of education for consumers like how has that been for you as a brand you know being an SPF heavy brand I mean do you guys get a lot of questions about this kind of stuff or I mean in general uh yeah, what are your consumers yeah
1: it's interesting because a lot of the time as well consumers don't love or don't respond to 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 listen to hearing about you know even though obviously it's very relevant the conversation that oh you know if you don't use these products you could get skin cancer people don't want to feel scared so what we've tried to do is obviously that is such an important topic but talk about it in a in a different way and try and educate pe- people more on the the usage so that they can prevent um you know skin cancers and premature premature aging so it's Bringing that education to life, but in a more fun way without kind of using the the scare the scare tactics.
0: Makes sense. No, I'm glad you do that though. That's good because yeah, fear is never it never helps with any kind of health issue. <laughs> it's never a good thing. Um, I you know I I remember like a long time ago in my training. I think one of my mentors he even said you know um, at the time he was I mean he was training me and as a surgeon he was like you know I've seen people heal more when you don't scare them, (laughs) (laughs) when you, when you leave them alone, you know? So I was like, yeah, okay. That makes a lot of sense, you know, mind over body. So I hear you there. I just think that it is an issue. And, you know, when we're all for all of us, you know, regardless of age, you have to protect yourself. And I think with SPF, we often, um, we, we don't talk about that because of this reason. and, And I understand why, but I want to say it in the sense that for all of you listening out there, you know, when you are shopping for your skincare, don't just look for the pretty stuff. You know, not that Hello Sundays is beautiful, by the way, the packaging is absolutely <laughs> gorgeous. Um, but I mean, I'm saying like, don't just look for the the new hype, you know what I mean? From like TikTok or whatever, look for the brands that are actually thinking about you. And I think that reflects in the DNA of a brand when they're really thinking about their consumers. And, you know, I I think, you know, with this one, it's, obvious Amy like you guys have really thought about your consumers because if you didn't I mean SPF would never even come to your mind right it's like yeah. someone can always make a pretty serum so someone can always make a moisturizer I can make that in my kitchen right now if I really wanted to <laughs> but you know to go through the whole you know the whole in and out of actually creating something that is regulated? I mean, that's one of the big questions, right? Is like, how was that process for you? I know SPF is regulated here in uh, the U.S. I don't know what the process is in Australia and the U.K., but I would love for you to share that with us, you know?
1: Yeah. And in terms of creating a brand, Suncare is probably one of the most difficult in in the, you know, beauty industry, because like you say, of all the regulations and all our products are actually made in Spain. So we follow the um the european regulations so uh di- i guess similar kind of process with the u.s but there are and this is one of the things that can get confusing in the industry you know there's different regulations for fda in the u.s there's different for australia there's different for europe for asia um but yeah all of ours were made in are made in in spain
0: Wow, that's so that's interesting. So what are, like, how does that start for you guys? Like, in terms of, like, putting an SPF product, do you have to just start with paperwork? Or do they actually, like, tell you what labs you're allowed to work with? Because, I mean, it's so unregulated
1: still, I feel like, in the U.S., so we we work with um yeah a group of scientists and expert formulators in um, one of the kind of top labs in, in Europe. So we you know we came to them with this is our kind of idea and the concept for the brand. Um but we obviously need to, to rely on their expertise to bring the the science behind what we wanted to 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 bring to life. And then they, they manage you know, that process with the, uh, to make sure that we're compliant with uh, European legislation. That's really interesting
0: because I just launched the safe seal and part of my homework for that was looking into like US guidelines, you know what I mean? For like manufacturing and stuff. And there aren't any, that's the problem. That's why you have like, you know, the FDA stepping in now for manufacturing labs, you know, and they're like really kind of, to regulate them but that's interesting that you guys have like a more streamlined process and i think that's important you know to recognize is when you're buying a brand you want to know where they're made you know and if they've been following guidelines you know and that's really why i asked because with spf and any product if you ask me you know if you're putting it on any organ of your body there should be some sort of regulation you know there and so i also love that you guys have that built in because you followed a protocol to create your products you know what i mean like you've yeah. trusted entrusted a very good, you know, lab, a very good manufacturer. And that's something that I think a lot of times I know with the US brands, not, I'm not knocking anybody out there, please don't, you know, misunderstand me for all the listeners. But I'm just saying that, I think where there needs to be this checks and balances in place, you know, in terms of where are we spending our dollars and are those dollars being spent on things that have been validated? You know, yeah. I mean, that's a real concern, you know, and that, and that I see that all the time. I see people using products and they have this terrible reaction. I mean, if you go on to Reddit, Amy, it's like, you know, it's crazy seeing these people on there that have everyday skin concerns. Right. And you're just yeah. thinking to yourself, like, well, what are you using? because mm-hmm. I haven't interviewed a brand that could, you know what I mean, that would cause that, but I'm yeah. just I'm scared for them, you know what I mean, I'm scared for them, because sometimes it's like a reaction, or, you know, whatever it might be, so it becomes important to understand that, um, mm-hmm. so, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm curious, though, like, with U.S. consumers, like, how has that been, I mean, do, do you feel like your consumer base is kind of the same, like, throughout the world, whenever you're, you know, you're working with any kind of Person, you know, regardless of where they're located, or do people have different questions based on where they're, where they're located? For you guys,
1: it's interesting because our, um, you know, I'm I'm British, so it, kind of we're British brand and based, and that's where we, you know, a lot of our consumers are. But as soon as we we launched, we saw a huge amount of you know interest from U.S. consumers, and the, I think the behaviors and the products they were interested in are very similar. And equally from like more northern European regions, for example, like the Nordic regions, basically anywhere with a cooler climate, they seem to, you know, be really aware of the need to use protection all year round. Whereas some of the Mediterranean um, climate, sorry, like Spain and Greece and Italy, they still they have a very kind of different uh, mentality. They still love to be, you know, tanning they're not like a big fake tan market like like yeah. we are um and they they really they'll focus on sun protection but just in the summer months so it is a it is very different in in different markets and it's very yeah interesting as you say to watch that kind of the difference in the behaviors and then how you can talk to each market to to yeah really speak to them and localize what we're trying to do
0: yeah that i mean it must be interesting as a global brand. A global brand, you know, because I always, I find that to be so unique um, when I do get to interview someone who does have this global presence because, you know, consumers are so different everywhere. And I think when people reach out to us, it's very different, you know, depending on their geographical location, what they're asking me, you know, so a lot of U.S. consumers will ask about certain things versus someone's uh, more based in Europe, they'll ask about like different types of products. That's why I asked. Um, but you know, I actually want to shift gears and I want to focus more on the products because I think there are really, really great products here that are so unique. I mean, for example, the takeout one is this beautiful stick, right? This SPF stick, and it's an all-in-one in in my opinion. I don't know if all of you listening out there have seen the Vaseline stick that everyone is like, has been talking about for a while, but I use this one instead. (laughs) I use this uh, instead of the Vaseline stick because it's got SPF 30, and it's an invisible like the product is invisible. So for all skin tones, it's I mean, all the products I think are formulated to be great for all skin tones, but this one specifically I love because you can use it, you know, on your hairline to get those little baby hairs down. Or, you know, you can use it on your face. You can use it as like a highlighter, you know, it's it's great. So um did this how is this? What was the journey behind this oh. one, Amy? For- I love this.
1: This is actually one of my favorite ones. It's funny that you mention it because I always hate with cream when I'm when I'm out. If I put it on and I have clothes on, it always yeah. you can always get a bit of residue and you get that kind of like yellow stain on your on your dress or or your clothes, and it's so annoying. And it's just not very convenient either. Whereas with the stick, it's so easy. You just, you know, open and you can just swipe uh, two swipes across your body. And it's so easy to to top up. So I use it particularly for like exercise when I have my, you know, my neck decolletage area out. So I, you know, use the stick on there. It's sweat and water resistant as well. So it's perfect for hot weather or or workout conditions. Um, and I, uh, you know, there's some people that don't also like creams and they don't like that sensation and even my my dad is 69 and he hates uh any kind of creams on his body but he'll use that stick because he doesn't have to touch anything he just uh swipes it on and it's really easy so when I converted my dad I thought wow this must be a really great product
0: (laughs) it is a oh my gosh I love this it's like it's an all-in-one I mean it's really really great I mean even for my lips I use it for my lips as well like a lip balm. I've used yeah. it before. It works wonderfully. It works, like I said, everywhere. Like, I mean, for the body, yes. Of course. I mean, that's a really great. Um, I'm glad you guys started there because I think it's it's best to treat the heart, you know, the areas that are, you know, less I think addressed. But I mean, it's really interesting because I like I said, I keep it in my bag. And so even like, you know, for my hairline, even for like my ears sometimes, like you know what I mean? It <laughs> yeah. doesn't matter.
1: You put it everywhere. And- the best thing yeah. about it as well is it's not a liquid. So it doesn't count towards like a liquid allowance or need to go in your little bag for, for travel. So it's very, very handy for for on the go. Yeah,
0: no, it's really, really great. I think it's uh definitely a must-have for everybody. So if you guys are tuning in um and just wondering like what to start from start from this one and um i I like to tell everybody as we're talking like make sure you check out the brand's website as we're talking so you guys can go to hellosundayspf.com and you'll see all the products that we're discussing but this is a really must-have you guys like for real like i (laughs) love that product but my other one that i really love is your primer like you guys have um you know like a primer that we just gave top uh, picks too. And I really, really love it because I think, you know, for those of us, well, you have a few primers, but like for those of us who um really don't do makeup like that, you know, like I'm not a huge makeup person. Right. So for me, it's usually a like concealer or like, you know, a light foundation and then done. And I really love um the specific, like, the one that's got it all that primer. Uh, I really like that one because it works really well with my skin tone, but it's also, I think sometimes when I put it on, I don't really need a foundation. I've, I've noticed that like, it's really, for me, it's kind of blurring a little bit. So, um, how was that, you know, like crafting two primers, you know what I mean? How was that for the overall journey?
1: Yeah, so it's and that was actually a really tricky formula because it is a sunscreen. So we still wanted all the benefits that you get from a daily moisturizer, hydrating. It's with vitamin C, it's with hyaluronic acid, SPF 50, but to be like a completely invisible texture, which uh, helps to set with your with your makeup as a primer um, and also has sweat and water resistant properties. And it leaves like you say, it's like a really nice like velvety kind of blurring effect on the skin so often I will use that and I and all the other primer that we have that that illuminates and I don't wear any foundation particularly in in summer
0: right right no the same like I'm the same way I love this one because it does have that blurring effect and yeah like I didn't even feel like it was a SPF product to be honest when I first even tried it I felt like it was just like there there's so many products out there that I think are primers that are meant for blurring and so it felt like one of those. It did not feel like a heavy SPF product which I mean none of your products do, you know. None yeah. of them feel heavy. But um this one was really unique to me because I it just I I fell in love with it. You know, it was like, "Oh great, you know, every day in the morning I can use this." And it also I've noticed that when I use even like I know a lot of people don't like powder foundations, but I love like a good powder because sometimes you can apply just like a great primer and use like a translucent powder on top and it just does the job and you're done like it almost looks like you have makeup on you know um when you do that so I've been trying that with this one and it's really really I mean it's it's a a plus in my book Great,
1: glad you like it
0: yeah, I know I really love it. Um, so you know, I, I just want to like, I guess, get your your thoughts on like, you know, where is the brand headed? You know, because I know right now you have a great lineup as is, but are you guys going to be launching into any new categories where we can incorporate SPF or um Yeah, what's I the- I think
1: well, we want to, there's so many things that we want to launch and sometimes as a small brand, you have to kind of pick what's the the priority to start, but we will continue to be launching more protection products in the future and blurring as well, those lines as well. Obviously we have sun care with skincare, but also combining sun care with makeup as well and potentially other categories in the future. We also brought out last uh, year, our first It's called the recovery one. It's a a recovery mask. So our uh, take on a more, you know, traditional after sun product. So looking after your skin after you've had, you know, a day either in the sun or exposed to the elements. uh, That is really important as well. And. Uh, tanning as well is is another area as obviously it's a much healthier way to get that kind of golden glow and I have very pale pale skin because I always have my my SPF on and it's my complexion so tanning products are my daily go-to as well yeah no I love
0: the I love the the recovery one the the face mask it's the overnight mask and I love it it's so good. It's actually, this is my favorite product category. I'm not going to lie to you. I love overnight masks. Like, I feel like as somebody who's just a busy person, and I know a lot of people can relate to this, is that we don't have time sometimes, you know, at the end of the day to, like, to do this whole thing thing with our skincare, right? We we have like time for one thing, whether it's a primer, yes. <laughs> moisturizer, or a mask. And I always tell people, I'm like, you know, if you're going to do that in the evenings, go with an overnight mask because they're so good for overall just fixing your skin, hydrating it, keeping it nice and, you know, just healthy, you know. And so when you wake up, you're not feeling like dehydrated as if you didn't do anything the night before. And I think this is a great product because I've definitely noticed those results, um, just like you would expect from an overnight mask. Uh, I love it. I really. I'm glad you made this because it's very valid. Your concern which, which is, it's the recovery mask. You know, you have to recover your skin at the end of the day. So, I love this one. It's really, really good. Right.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah. No, I just, I, I just wanted to say, you know, I think that this is so interesting. I just love your line, and I'm really excited, you know, to see the the future because you know, right now we have so many, so many brands, you know, I think makeup brands are hopping on this wagon of, you know, we got to put uh skincare into our products now, you know, we got to do something that's, uh, I don't know, just healthier for your skin. And so I'm excited that you mentioned that there, there's some uh, cool complexion products out there, you know, in the works. Uh, I would love to see those because, you know, there's a lot of us out here that just don't have the time, you know, to have a whole makeup routine and a whole skincare routine. So uh, that's, I think that'll be really cool. So yeah. I'm I'm cool.
1: the same. I'm quite lazy. I like things to be very simple. So that's why it's like, yeah, one, one or two products and, and I'm done. I don't like, you know, eight step skincare routines.
0: Right. No, exactly. So I, I want to get some advice from you, you know, as like a nice way to round out the interview, because I know that, you know, it must've been quite, you know, a challenge creating such a wonderful brand, especially one that's so well regulated, you know, in the sense that you guys have really done it right, you know, with the science. And so I would love to get your advice for any budding entrepreneurs out there, you know, in terms of the journey, you know, of becoming an entrepreneur and and making it happen.
1: So I think for me, I I mean, I spent the first 10 years in, you know, larger multinationals like L'Oreal and learning from some of the you know the industry's best. It was just kind of like the foundation for everything, really, and it was where I really became passionate about the industry and and learn everything. And but I realized that I did have this, you know, entrepreneurial bug, and I wanted to do something myself. But I think the the best thing you can do is often learn from from the best, and and you know then look to maybe create create something later on down the line. And it's, I think, as well. It's about kind of networking and keeping those connections alive. That people that you meet from work, you know, I still speak to most people from my, you know, my first, uh, my first role because you never know when something might come up in the future when you want to, you know, if you're looking to create something or do, you know, also do something uh, with other people. So I think that would be my, yeah, my my advice.
0: That makes sense. Yeah, I think networking is so important, especially now. I mean we live in such a strange world now because I think back to like being younger when people still wrote down phone numbers on paper, you know, like stuff like that. I mean, and I just think to myself, I'm like, gosh, you know, now it's like all about LinkedIn. It's all about wherever you can network and keep your connections and, and really keep talking to people. So I love that. It's really good advice. And I think for everyone out there, you guys can relate. You know, I know we have a lot of Young professionals out here that are very keen on becoming entrepreneurs and being their own boss, you know, is what I hear. Those are the words I hear. So, you know, if you yeah. want to go in that direction, you have to do the work, you know, you have to put in the work. And that is networking a lot of times. So, great advice. I love that. Thank you so much, Amy. This has been so lovely. And for everyone listening, Hello Sundays is definitely, definitely on top of my list when it comes to SPF. I mean, you guys, you're not going to find many brands that are doing it right. And at such amazing price points and all of the products are like just, you know, they're blockbuster products. They're really hitting the mark. I'm a huge fan. Genuinely speaking, I, you know, I use them every day. They're part of my routine. You know, my SPF is very something I'm very finicky about personally. And I think that being a woman of color, it's very important to me as well because in a way it represents what I believe to be good skincare in my, in my own routine on my vanity, you know, when I'm looking at it and they are right there front and center. And I really urge you guys, check them out. Go to hellosundaysspf.com, get your skincare that is actually formulated to protect you. I can't (laughs) stress that enough. You know, Amy has talked about so many amazing points here, but I really must... Uh, you know, once again, say that skin cancer is real guys. And that's not me trying to scare you. It's just real, you know, and so is, you know, UV damage. You're in general, whether you get skin cancer or not, I hope nobody ever does, but UV damage is real. Aging is real. So you have to protect yourself at the end of the day. And I really urge you, why not have fun while you're doing it? Why not use products that you believe in while you're doing it, you know, rather than just Whatever SPF. And sometimes another thing that Amy, we didn't get to talk about, but I really want to say to the consumers out there is that a lot of times you guys might notice if you use, like, you know, not as well formulated products that have SPF in them, you're going to notice breakouts from those products. And that's sometimes a hard thing to recognize is like what's making you break out. So if you're one of those people that's noticing, you know, I am breaking out, you know, I'm past that normal age of like puberty and I'm still breaking out well, you should probably look at your SPF products and rethink like what you're using because a lot of times that's usually the culprit, you know, in in situations like that. So just putting that out there, definitely check out the brand. If you have any questions at all, reach out to us. But Amy, thank you again. And this has been so lovely.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.